0: Hello, and welcome to Trolls of the Two Tum Bridges, or TO Triple TB. My name is John, and I play Percival Silverlight. Thank you once again for joining us at the table, be it virtual or otherwise. This week, the team are still dealing with the fallout of the vision from the Temple of Severas. Can they make any sense of it? Possibly not remember to follow us on all of the social medias on T O T T B podcast that's t-o-t-t-t-b podcast we hope you enjoy this week's adventure there's plenty of stupid jokes about tv series you've probably never even heard of go check out bullseye it's super smashing great adventure The Log of Percival Silverlight After witnessing the dreadful shared vision of a city we can only presume holds the death curse. A city filled with snakes and protected by a red-eyed evil presence. We have left a comatosed Grandfather Satembe in the hands of his temple and holed up in a local tavern. The Painted Rose. Here we hope to make some sense of what we have just seen. After checking a book on local legends that Zibby happened to purchase earlier, we have discovered three possible connections. A city built by minotaurs and now overrun by snake men. The once great capital city of Chult, Omu, and its fall. And a cautionary tale of a ruin found up the river Tath. And a serpent or naga that guards it. There is still much to discuss, however.
1: Adventure! Right, so... What what is happening right now? What are you guys right, What are so, you guys doing? Don't
2: forget, people. Um, we are meeting a tomorrow for lunch. Are we? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we can um. Yes. Chat with her a little bit about weapons and canoes and basically anything that's away from Job. I thought Jobu was a little bit stuck up, and I don't know. He's okay, but I didn't find it easy to talk in front of him to people. I th- I thought he thinks he's a big shot. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, I kind of got that impression as well. To be honest with you though, I think I think that uh the biggest problem that we've been coming up against with these uh, these merchant princes is that they they don't seem to believe that the death curse is in chalk. It is. Now, we've had proof of this. We have seen it.
2: Well, um I thought that um Kenny, when we started talking about things, she seemed a little bit more with, like, like hopeful that she might be willing to help. So um, we could tell her tomorrow about the death curse anyway, that we have got proof now, to see if we can get her on side.
0: Do you think that it's worth actually approaching each of the merchant princes and perhaps asking them to help us set up some kind of expedition into the jungle?
2: It's possible, but the problem I see is, whilst we know we've seen it, Grandfather Zatembe is um, unconscious at the moment and they don't really know who we are. If we say, oh, we saw it in a vision with Grandfather Zatembe, what if they say, "Or prove it? Uh, how do we prove it?
0: Well, there was, there was a bunch of other acolytes there who were more than happy to speak up, I'm sure.
2: This is true. They might, yes, okay, if they, if they might listen to well of them, It depends who they believe, really. I mean, it's not the same as coming from Grandfather's attempt, babe. Well,
1: you know, I'm, I'm perfectly trustworthy. No, by all means, give me reasons to prolong your suffering, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't say anything in front of the DM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, yeah, I agree, though, Percival. I think we should speak to them all. Wakango, obviously, he's on side anyway. At the very least, he's willing to do whatever for the death curse. And um, if we tell him it's here, I'm sure he'll believe us.
0: I think Jasmine's certainly going to be of interest in that respect. I mean, I don't entirely know what she might be able to do, but perhaps she could forward us some funds. Even if we perhaps do some jobs for these people, we could make some serious dollar.
2: But can she not just, like... Somebody that's got a big fucking boat, can she not just threaten them with, like, you know who I am? I can kill you. I can have you killed. Give them your boat. Give them your goddamn boat. Or I kill you. She doesn't have to kill them. (laughs) She just needs to threaten them because they know she is. Could she not do something like that for us? Would that not be a better thank you? Just so we. They can have the boat back afterwards. I I don't need to keep. How am I going to take a boat back home? We can't. Well, you could (laughs) say that. So. Well, it
3: did cross my How line. do I
2: sa- sail a boat? It's
3: one of the easier things to take across the sea.
2: Well, yes, but then what do you do with I mean, it?
3: A grand piano, a, What, rather than a boat. A grand piano, maybe not. Yeah, but, but unless you leave
2: coastal, what do you do with it afterwards? It's like on one of those shows.
0: What, here's what you would have won?
2: Yes, where you see people with a boat parked in a stupid place. Aye. Because they in can't. In the a landlocked
0: use... area. Yes. Because they've won <laughs> it on a game show. <laughs>
3: yeah. I. I saw it once in a dream. These people came from Bolton and they went with speed boats.
2: Fox in their I don't driveway. Know what they were I was I thinking,
3: I think they were going to take it to the local Lido. <laughs> just right, cruise Jeff, around so the pen three times.
2: They're out there every nice. Sunday polishing it nice just boat to, here. like, yeah, yes, yeah, my boat. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's, like, it. it's like the
3: th- the three people in Bolton with one playing darts. They all take the all take their speedboats down to the local duck pond and just cruise round in in <laughs> them. But actually they don't live together. Yeah,
2: they don't That's live together. Sick. So they've actually got a timeshare on it. So like once every three months, they have to drive it to someone else's house and leave it there.
0: <laughs> right, Jeff, yeah. you got a lovely boat there.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs>
2: Yes. Won it on We've buses. probably just All completely right. lost uh lost Greg at this point by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm just I am just I'm struggling to keep up to be honest. Just like which way did just this conversation go?
2: Really watch Bullseye. They always used to be a I think it's
1: primarily 80s
0: uh um,
2: 80s shit game shows, yeah. 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 <laughs> You'd win
0: something like a speedboat
1: or something like that. <laughs> it's just like just like oh just what, what am I going to do with that? It's nice to see you to see you. Nice. nice.
3: And yeah. uh don't forget you've won your tea's made.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, and oh. your what's it called? Bully. your prize bully. Yeah.
3: Your pint glass for the uh with three darts and
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I can just pull us back
1: to the game again. <laughs> <No>. Um <laughs>
3: well, right. probably worth it.
1: <laughs>
2: But um, Anyway, yeah. Briefly. So, um, uh, uh, so well, we're going to go and do that.
3: We're going to go and do that tomorrow. We can we can go and a, mm-hmm. uh, talk with um, so, for some reason, Zinda. I've like, got her name down as Enki. Yeah, it, I
2: think it's that's not, what Greg it. called her first. But it's Akene. It's, yeah, it's what I
3: called
1: her first before I realised that her name was wrong. And well, not that her name was wrong. I was pronouncing it wrong. Oh
3: my god! You bastards! You killed Kenny. <laughs>
1: If that happens.
0: Oh.
2: If oh. that happens.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> you, you guys get her killed now. <laughs> you guys.
2: Amazing. Uh, right, so yeah, so okay. meet her tomorrow. Um who else? We still need to speak to Jobel about um the guides and be introduced to some of the guys so we can decide, you know, who who we'd like to work with and see what we can you know, do with them. Um We still need to meet Xantho uh, at some point, Ifan. Um, Oh, ah. Ifan Ifan. is into flying snakes. Maybe he will have some idea on the snakiness of all of this. Ah. I was going
0: to say the same about Jasmine, actually.
2: Ah, yeah.
0: She's also a a dab hand at snaking. Yes. I'm not entirely sure what that
1: would be, but that. Da- what? That's <laughs> it's a dab hand of what? Sneaking.
0: It
2: sounds like a weird sexual thing, doesn't it? Somewhere? It, d- it does. It's a bit like dogging,
1: but. No, no, we're not going.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> no, just bring that back. Yes. Bring that back to uh, decency yeah. again.
2: <laughs> for,
1: for our international
4: um, fans of the podcast, I strongly recommend that you do not Google that term.
2: Do not Google yeah. uh, certain terms. Probably not snaking or dogging.
3: Well, to be honest, they probably shouldn't Google most things that yeah. we talk about. To be honest with you, no. You?
2: Yeah, you can Google uh, Bullseye TV show, um, but you will lose mayonnaise. that part of and your blockbusters. life. Blockbusters,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, blockbusters, but not the video rental store. to be
4: safe, don't don't Google anything ending in ing. Uh, nothing ending in ing is appropriate for googling. <laughs> um, no cooking. Yeah. yeah. No.
0: Even (laughs) Googling. You can't Google Googling. You can't Google Googling. Yeah. None of
2: that.
0: So, Jasmine and uh, Ithan,
2: uh,
0: Talroa, both of them are interested in snakes. Perhaps they might know about, A, snake people, and, B, um, this snake god thing, uh, Naga.
2: Yeah. Is that a possibility? Um, It's possible. We've also got... um... Quyothi to see as well. So Quyothi is the food edibles, fruit, wine, ale, medicine, tedge, insect repellent stuff. Um, who apparently has got a deadly mind and a fire god. Uh, and you don't cross her because she does crazy shit and burns you. Uh, don't do that then. Yeah, and then you got uh, Xantho, royal blood, opposite of that person, elderly, owns the dye works, Temple of Gold, comma, oh, basically, Fancy. Yeah.
1: That's a good summary.
2: Fancy. Gem cloth,
1: armour.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to write. No, So, right, so Fancy. Fancy's themselves as royal. Yep. Well, and they then, are royal, in
0: fact, aren't they? They come from yeah. royal, the only royal blood, I think it was, isn't it?
2: Ifan if smells, he's jealous, <laughs> and trains beasts. <laughs> if smells. Social climber.
0: Perhaps we could appeal to uh, Ifan's if sense of. Um,
3: Sportsmanship and fair play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I reckon. Uh, uh, th- th- given they're a social climber, mm. they, they probably want to appear like they know what they're doing.
2: For the social climbing, mm. um, I mean, if they are a little bit whiffy without insulting them. So, I mean, you know, be very careful there, Percival. Um, do you have any fancy perfumes? I know you. Well, you do. I can smell it from here. But um, I,
0: I don't insult anybody. <laughs>
3: not intentionally.
2: Yes. It's the whole reading the room <laughs> problem again. But um do you have any fancy Very perfumes that um, you know like posh ones that you might be able to donate to him?
0: Well, and uh, Percival reaches into some pouches that he's got and he pulls out this this fancy little bottle with a with a little squeezy um, like bulb on the end of it, you know, like a <laughs>
1: like, that you, can, you can squirt it
0: because, yourself. of course, he has one of them.
2: Um, <laughs> probably got tatters on it as well. Yeah, there's uh, this,
0: this one here. This is uh, brewed with the tears of virgin maidens. Um, and uh, this one over here. What uh, I, I see, of course, I,
2: I see the label's got foie <laughs> <Four>
0: for him. <laughs> um and and he pulls out another another little vial, and like he he pulls out basically like three or four. He's like, well, you know, you can give him a choice. In in
4: response to seeing this, Rana reaches into a small pouch uh, that he's got, like kind of like you know, with various sort of you know medicine pouches and things. Um, and he pulls out a, a small, sort of vaguely purple mushroom. <laughs> Um, and he, he puts it on the table and he says, eat this, You will not care what anyone smells like, and then just like carries on looking around the room, uh, not paying much attention.
2: Brana, is that your favourite mushroom? You know you talked to me before and said this, your favourite colour food in the jungle. Is that, the, the, mushroom. Is that the mushroom that's your favourite?
4: Piranha nods and then eyes everyone suspiciously as though changing his mind and quickly reaches him. Picked up the mushroom and
0: I've said too much. Tucks
4: it back. <laughs> Tucks it back and says, uh, it's Rana's mushroom. Find your own.
2: Yes, it's your mushroom. But what does it do? Does it do similar to what that tea did earlier? Uh,
4: Rana shrugs and says, maybe we will find out. Maybe
0: we won't. And But then won't be drawn <laughs> any more on the subject. Get you off your tits. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, Rana's got the right idea. Um, but here we go. Look, I've I've got you know five six. I I've probably got some more in my backpack. Yeah, that's the type of stuff. Silly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's like ju- just needlessly fancy bullshit bottles, mm. With where the uh, the glass base is
1: probably like two thirds of the actual bottle, and the yeah, that just I never get why that's anyway. um so why did we get these perfume bottles out? You were going to give them to your fan, perhaps a gift.
2: Hmm. But you need to do it without offending him, because if you just give him something that is like it's, in, it's like saying, "You smell, use this." So we need to no, find look, a every, way of. Um,
0: everybody would be appreciative of something like this, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they, Rana? You see, Rana agrees, and he doesn't even care. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's just the same as buying somebody. I don't know some kind of slimming underwear or something like that. It would be very appreciated.
4: <laughs> Rana just Rana, who has never worn and doesn't really understand why underwear would be necessary, <laughs> just looks confused. He doesn't. He doesn't understand that.
0: Percival takes this as a positive.
4: In which case, Rana Rana nods along and just sort of yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, great. So Rana. Barlow leans forward and says, uh, So, what is the plan for tomorrow? We have this lunch? Yes. But then what?
1: What will we be doing afterwards? What lunch are you I having? Think- is that the one with um, Akene? Yeah. Akene. Akene. yeah. Was it lunch? I thought you were just meeting her at the dino dens. Oh, no. oh, yes. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, it
2: was, wasn't it? Sorry, I forgot. I thought we were was... obsessed yeah. with lunch. Yeah, lunch was, <laughs> lunch
1: was Jobal today. I was just like, yeah, I was just like, hang on a minute, yeah. lunch. Yep.
2: I, I think I did suggest lunch, and she said, actually, if you meet me there.
3: Well, you never know, we might get some lunch. I mean, yeah, nose bags. Well, <laughs> just in case, um, Siliqui, just in case, uh, we don't get lunch tomorrow, uh, can you make some more of those sandwich things? <laughs> I can, yeah. Um, thank. If I get some more chicken. <laughs> Um, perhaps <laughs> we could try the mayonnaise <laughs> with chicken. I'm, I'm thinking that might taste quite nice. Um, a little bit of salt, maybe some maybe some lettuce or something. That'd be lovely, I think.
2: As long as Polly doesn't see, because I think um, that might be... <laughs> no, P-
3: Polly's, Polly's still at the giggling squid, it's fine. Okay.
2: I, uh, I'll see what I can do and bring some with us.
3: Whilst you're making sandwiches tomorrow, um, I just want to go out and uh, I've, I've got a couple of things I want to buy tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind um, going speaking to the tattoo person actually tomorrow as well and uh, yeah I probably would like to get a couple of bits myself actually so we could all go and do a bit of shopping tomorrow if you like as well uh,
3: that's not a problem, you can come with me uh, But I wouldn't trust either of these two to make sandwiches <laughs> I'd probably come back with too few fingers
2: uh, I think uh, Grana may not have any uh, food left If he was in charge of making all the sandwiches <laughs> I
0: have you know, I'm a master of blades, Zibby I, like,
1: I feel like I'm feel going to have to make a literal Like rules for this bag of sandwich or something like that <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing wrong with sandwiches. <laughs> I sandwiches
2: I like... I, there's nothing wrong with feeding your comrades There
4: is i say i yeah. i i fully support the idea of a a of bag of a, sandwich a, a, holding yeah, yeah or some sort of extremely limited and largely pointless magic item oh, like a ring of invisibility p- there a is a ring p- that is that is it, it is, yeah. it is it is itself invisible when for warm oh, yes. so
3: yeah it's I, a I, ring of invisibility mm-hmm. it just makes you think you're invisible <laughs> yeah. It like
2: Trax? yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: It ge- oh, no, it gives you it gives you high persuasion
1: to persuade other people that they can't no, see you.
3: Actually, <laughs> no, e- even better than that, even better than that, it makes you invisible, but only when people aren't looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it basically works like eyelids, as in, if you close your eyes...
4: <laughs> no, because yeah, yeah. you can't see anyone, so
2: they can't see you. You know,
4: <laughs> right. I approve of anything, you know, like uh, a Wand of Ealing, oh, uh, yes. which summons D3 eels, <laughs> uh, which... Have no stats and just immediately suffocate, yeah that's uh, all it does uh the one of ealing teleports you to ealing
1: um briefly uh, yeah, uh, briefly, yeah just
3: uh, just for one d six rounds, uh, which is just long enough to be mugged um, <laughs> oh, um okay. I, mean, the, I think I think I renamed a couple of spells once, uh, which I was just looking for, and it was, oh uh, dear God, where was it um.
1: Odd name for a spell (laughs) It's it's a spell of finding Oh dear god (laughs) um,
2: (laughs) It is a spell of finding Bagger Where is it
3: Have (laughs) you tried a locator (laughs) spell (laughs) (laughs) Where have done you bastard Um,
2: (laughs) Amazing
3: Oh I can't find it I'll continue looking for it Have
1: any of you seen um, Have any of you seen the show uh, Once Upon a Time Yeah yeah, the number of times they've used a locator spell. For
2: everything. i that <laughs> damn show, it's
1: like every problem, just like, did you try a locator spell?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, if i you know, oh, um, yeah, everything.
1: <laughs> you, uh, so, yes, you have, I believe you were discussing what you're going to do tomorrow. You've got a meeting with the Kenne, and it's a question of what else do you guys want to do if you want to actually make plans before turning in for the night? Well, I, I oh, what, this evening? He says to the, um, to God... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Um Yeah.
2: So um, uh, well, Percival yes. I have not read any of your books yet. Do you have any on your person? I can I I No I, I don't.
0: Read. I don't and, and uh Percival's just kind of patting his chest and his you know, and he's almost like he's patting his pockets and he's like, No, I'm sorry, I don't have any on me at the moment. But I do happen to know that the young Zibby here I know a man who has uh, has one or two on him
2: and at this point Siliqui, um leans on, on the table, she puts her elbow down, and like, um, so she's got like a fist under her chin. and says, Zibi what book do you recommend any? I mean, um, would I find them like interesting reading materials? And then as she's saying it, she looks and realizes she's got some lettuce on her elbow that she's leaned on, she starts pulling that. <laughs> off. and uh, she's accidentally like, half leaned in the remains of her salad. And uh, Is there anything mm. good? Oh, shush, shush! Um, that's worth reading. I tell you what, Sippy, have you read any of, of those books now? Have you finished them? Uh,
3: I haven't actually read any of them um, <laughs> just okay. yet. I, I've, skim, <laughs> I've skimmed through them um, just to see, yeah, like the, the inside cover, that sort of thing.
2: Do you, do you um, reckon we could do a, like a, a test around? Do you want Do you want a quiz in to see if he remembers, to see if it's rubbish, like to ask him the date of something to see if he gets it wrong? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was just going to offer you this one, The Boonies uh, It seems quite good Oh yeah, that was, that was my uh,
0: I know, that's it um, My origin story, if you will
3: Hey, more or
1: less As you're discussing this mm-hmm. From the booth over, you hear a sudden voice speak up The Boonies? I absolutely love that book <laughs> And a little head pops up <laughs> um, with uh, With this flamboyant hat on Sort of like imagine any of you played King's Quest. I've
2: seen it. Yeah. No, yeah wasn't that the yet.
1: one Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yep. Is it? it yeah, with a sort of like it's kinda of like a Robin Hood style hat. <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. pointed. Um pointed with a feather sort of coming out of it. Um and underneath this hat is a bright, eager looking face with a beard sort of like mine, a little bit shorter than mine, but sort of like rounding out the face. Yeah. And as the head sort of pops up, he looks over to sort of continue on what he's saying. He takes one look at you, Percival, and then just goes, Oh my, oh my word, is it really? And he sort of hops down and comes round. So the and rolls you see eyes. this man comes out. <laughs> this man comes out and uh, Zibby you recognise this man as the man that you walked past both on the way into the bookshop where you actually bought these books, mm. and you actually recognize him from the giggling squid. You spotted him <laughs> in one corner at one point. He gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> he comes round and he's doing that sort of thing where he's just kind of going, Is it really are you by any chance Are you Percival's Silverlight? The Silverlight? Ah oh, fan. Yes. Oh, by, of course I am, of course pleased I am. Pleased to meet you. Very pleased to meet you. I am a fellow writer in arms. I am Volo Ganth... Uh, oh, sod, what's his name? <laughs> um, <laughs> I nearly got it, I nearly had it. Volo <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Volo. Hold on, let me find him. We're Why are so
2: he doing this?
1: Busy. I like the idea that he's just, he's forgotten his own name. I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> so excited.
2: Cynique looks at... um. Zibby and has her face on her fist but her elbow slightly slips down the table slightly more but she looks at Zibby still like oh god and she thinks she's being really quiet and she thinks that no, like the other someone notices even though she's probably being a bit louder than she realises and it's like here we go
1: oh here we go uh, Volothamp uh, Volothamp Gadarm wow so it's Volothamp All right. Volothamp uh, or Volo, as my friends call me, and I, I would, I would urge you to call me Volo, as Volothamp is is something of a mouthful. That's
0: what she said.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, Volo, uh, Zibby, Percival, and uh, Siliqui, can I get you guys to roll me a intelligence check, please? Ooh, interesting.
3: Uh, intelligence, my best stat. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, my second best stat. Actually.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, Siliqui, smart tonight. Mm. <laughs>
3: uh five. <laughs> Oh yeah i was i
1: was going to say silica you make yours with disadvantage but i guess it doesn't really matter
2: <laughs> so i wait, want is, to now just to see
1: <laughs> is it is it a, a saving throw or is it just adding the oh
2: yeah so no no it's,
1: it's just so this is this ju- is memories just, basically just, it's just, just yeah, yeah it's so, just general intelligence yeah
2: intelligence yeah so
1: yep intelligence
2: Three, uh, oh, yeah, five. No. Sorry, <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry, hang on. So there was an eight from Persical, uh, Percival. Percival, <laughs> what was that
2: from you? <laughs> Percival. Amazing. <laughs> that's right a type. That's a
1: type of ice lollipop that <laughs> Percival sells. Yes. Oh, it's a
2: little Percival. Are you a big cold Percival? <laughs> it's <a> little Percival. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: it's so cold uh, in here. Sorry. Put,
2: like a Percival.
1: No. So <laughs> Siliqui, you had a three, was it?
2: Yeah,
3: all together.
1: And Zibby, what did you get? Five. I know five. Oh God, none of none of you got it. Okay, right. Um, yeah. So first of all, you again, the name Volo stirs something in your memory. You think you've heard of a writer right. called Volo, but you can't quite place what he's famous for. I'm sorry, Volo. I do I do apologise. Uh, do, do I know you? Oh no, we have we have not met in person, but perhaps you have heard of my book, Volo's Guide to Monsters.
3: Yep. Ah. <laughs> Can we roll again to see if we know that book? <laughs>
1: yes. Actually, no, to be honest, I'm just going to say, from, from that, it, it's, it clicks. It's a pretty famous thing. Yeah. Volo is is something of a character in Faerun, yeah. um, and is a... Hang on, let me just read the blurb for him. A legendary world traveller, uh, famous yes for his Guide to Monsters, which is intended to be a guide for adventurers and travellers the world over, in learning more about the dangers and perils that can befall them. Volo himself is uh, something of a mage, not a very good mage exactly, but he can use magic and is apparently, yeah, he is a, he's, he's travelled the world, you know, seeking out adventures and solving puzzles much the same way Percival pretends to I say pretends to, it portends to, that's what I was trying to say um, <laughs> It's true and uh <laughs> And Volo is essentially, he's stylizing himself as something like the Lonely Planet kind of guide to areas of the world. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Lonely yeah. Planet, according to Volo. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and he is, yeah, he is in his flamboyant glory uh, here and is apparently a fan of Percival Silverlight.
4: Rana leans forward, sort of glances around and says, uh,
0: who, who is this man that you all seem to know? Ah, uh, Rana, may I introduce you to Volothamp? it was Godo, wasn't it Gadarm. Well,
1: Gadarm sorry I wrote it down wrong uh, just Volo Volo will do most people call me Volo
0: he's the uh, world famous author perhaps not quite so famous as myself I think you'll find of Volo's Guide to Monsters in a uh, in very interesting book uh, that describes and goes into detail about numerous monsters that uh, Volo has managed to find capture and study Man after my own heart, isn't that right, Volo? Slaps him on the back.
2: Volo, sorry, I am um, sorry. Is it okay if I call you Volo, 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 Volo as well?
1: That's <laughs> a lot of Volo's.
2: Of course, of thank course, you. you may. I'm I'm Hello. My dear
1: lady, I at your service.
2: I very uh, thank you. A very polite man, unlike some. Anyway, um,
1: I, um... Are you, are you questioning the honour of the great Percival Silverlock?
2: So <laughs> you don't know him way Surely I know. that
1: cannot be being...
2: Trust me, if you travel with him, I give you a week, and you will have a totally different opinion. <laughs> oh,
1: what I would give to, to travel with him, I, that... Well, actually, I... I say that, of course. I, I am. Um, I would give much to relive some of the adventures of Percival Silverlight. If I were half as brave as this man, then I would probably sell a lot more of my books. Uh, oh, volo, volo!
2: <laughs> I, I don't Keep want. I, I, am the one, I'm not the person who likes to shatter people's dreams of things. So I won't go into detail about Percival. So I don't want to ruin your dreams of him. I've been but, a complete uh, gentleman, Silkworm. I, I was trying to ask this nice man something important, Um... If that's so Sorry, Volo, is it okay if I... Not, you can go back to talking to Percival in a moment, if that's okay. But I wanted to ask you something about the monsters of you know in your book, and that you specialise. Of
1: um, course, my lady. What, what would you like to know? Or would you indeed like to purchase one of my books? And from nowhere, he seems to produce <laughs> a uh, guide to monsters.
2: Well, well, well that could be useful. I mean, um, how much are you selling them for? <laughs>
1: Oh, for a for a mere paltry sum of, of 50 gold pieces, my lady. Uh,
2: maybe I get one another time. Um,
4: R- Rana, Rana leans forward and says,
3: does this book have pictures? Oh, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Written, uh, drawn, in fact, in my own hand. Uh, Z- Zibi would also like a copy. Yeah.
2: Oh, you see, I, I'm an artist myself, so that would be quite interesting for me to see. But I do want to ask you, It might sound like a strange question, and I can't go into too much detail of why. I'm on an adventure with Percival Silverlight right now, so it's all a bit hush-hush and quiet, you see. So I can't go into too many details, as you may imagine. So, the monsters you've seen before, have you seen any with glowing red eyes?
3: With
1: glowing red eyes, yes. my dear. Why there are many creatures with glowing red eyes, and unfortunately, glowing red eyes is not one of the things that they have in the Index of Volo's Guide to Monsters.
3: Perhaps <laughs> he <laughs> should um, change that. Perhaps <laughs> he should change that. Yes,
1: it, you have. You have a very good point, my my dear sir. And he looks to you expectantly. Ah, This is this is Zibby. Zibby. Zibby is a cleric
0: of Thor. He's definitely a man that you need by your side in a threatening battle.
1: Oh, wondrous, most wondrous, excellent. I applaud your great strength of character, uh, Mister Zibby. I... Or, oh, my apologies. Is it is it cleric? Cleric Zibby.
3: Reverend. Uh, Reverend is fine, Thank you very much. Reverend, of course. Percival,
2: how come you picked up Zibby and told all nice things about him? And when I said. Uh, Mr. Volo and I—you said nothing about me. The amount I've done for you.
0: Well, you were dissing me, bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the amount I've done for this bloody man, and I'm a—I'm a monk, and I fight very well. I fought alongside him much. This is soliloquy Right, that's it, Percival. Put has, your arm out. You're having an arm wrestle right now, right here, right now. Go, go
3: on. CB so turns to Volotham and says. It's always like this.
0: Uh, okay, she gets like this all the time.
2: Percival, I'm not seeing any bicep, come on.
1: Uh, you know that this is my forte. As, as this is happening, one of the, uh, one of the waiters uh, comes over towards you and says, I'm very sorry, is, is everything okay over here?
2: Oh, we're absolutely fine. We're splendid, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Perfectly fine. Quite sure, that was quite a lot of... Oh, Could we have some more uh, some more whiskey,
0: please?
2: Sorry, there was some excitement. Percival's a little bit famous, and this man deconized him, and there was a little bit of excitement. But no, no, it's all good.
0: Me? Me famous? No, not
1: in, not in front of uh, the great Volo. <sighs> Volo blushes in that sort of almost like stage way. He's not actually blushing, but he just he looks sort of like... Oh, too kind, too kind. Does a little head bow kind of thing. Yeah. The waiter after sort of just sort of saying this, cause, yeah, just keep the excitement perhaps to a, to a to a level a level plane to a, and, to a dull uh, to roar a, to a dull roar yes
2: alright oh, sorry okay <laughs> right Percival we're going to take a rain check but we're going to have that arm next week later
1: fair enough
4: <laughs> Rana um, sort of sort of sidles up to Volo and says "Um, you know of monsters yes this is this is what your he you sort of frown slightly when he says the word
1: book is is about, yes? Indeed it is, my good Rana. It's what I specialize in. I, I seek out and learn what I can of the dangerous monsters that inhabit our world. And indeed, many of the worlds beyond our world. Rana nods and says, uh,
4: Have you ever seen an Aldani?
2: Oh, that's a good question. An
1: Aldani? Let me check for those guides. Um, <laughs>
2: if you're able to check, if you're able to see any that have got red eyes as well, so the two, so red eyes or Aldani, for a top-secret mission, obviously, a top-secret adventure with Percival Silverlight, um, <laughs> if you can give us any information, we would be very grateful.
1: Okay, so I think I can answer that Aldani aren't in his beastery. So I, yep. We're already a bee, and we haven't seen them anyway. Yep. So, yep. There's no mention of the Aldanian there. So no, he has a think, and he after a while he has to say, "I'm afraid it is not one in particular I have met." Is that a, a local creature, a local bit of colour?
4: Rana uh, sort of waves his hand and says, uh, "Is an old story. People that look like..." and he says the word for like kind of like freshwater crayfish, like mm-hmm. Cholton. Yep. Um, he's, uh, I don't think you know what lobster is. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. So this um, is the word for, like, crayfish in Charlton.
2: So the Queen takes another napkin and actually starts trying to draw a rough sketch and a bit of a napkin as well while he's saying it.
1: Okay, give me a uh, performance check at disadvantage. <laughs> You're drawing on a napkin. You know how annoying that is. <laughs> on the other hand, the other question that you gave, Siliqui, in terms of... Oh, I of, got a natural uh, 20
2: for the bloody other one as well. <laughs> yep. Nine.
1: Okay, so yeah, you draw something that looks roughly bipedal. Beyond that, the details are a bit shaky. <laughs> looks like Zoidberg.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it's just the lighting and um, you know the, the the paper. That's yeah. I'm an artist, you know. There
1: are a few things that would have glowing red eyes, but most of the things he mentions are like astral plane creatures. So things that wouldn't uh, don't necessarily conform to the sort of the sort of image you've got. Hmm. Hmm, let's see. I'm just trying to think, because I've been flicking through and I haven't yet found anything that really fits that he could potentially say, oh, it could be this.
2: If it's none of the things that, that you've written about or seen before, do you have any suggestions of other maybe books or places we can go to have a look that, where we might find out that kind That's, of information?
1: There are a few places, again. There are, there are few people that have seen as much of the world as, say, myself and uh, Mister Percival here have seen. That's true. It depends on exactly the context, I'm afraid. Again, as I say, there are many things that could potentially fit it, but without more information, I'm afraid I've got almost too much information, too many answers for you. I'm saying, as I'm just literally, I'm just <laughs> flicking through this book, trying to find anything that even vaguely resembles it. And there's not much, um, to be honest. Perhaps then,
0: perhaps. And have you, my good Volo, have you heard of uh, snake people? Snake people? You mean Yunti? Ooh. I'm guessing so, So if that sounds
1: like uh, a possibility. How do you mean by snake people? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Because they are certainly, they would fit the description of uh, snake people. What
2: do you know about Yanti? Where do they come from or what are they?
1: You know, a lot of the information you uh, you would like you might find in my book,
2: <laughs> but there is. Uh, well, I'm sure Cressville would love a copy. <laughs> I can
1: tell you that they were uh, they were once an ancient race that fell to that uh, I say human sentient uh, weakness of luxury and debauchery, and uh, descended into mm, pretty much cannibalistic violence against one another, and the thing they centered upon was snakes. And through uh, certain rituals, which again, you can find out more about in my book, uh, they took on some of the features <laughs> of snakes. For more, see my guide on monsters. Hmm. <laughs> um,
3: Zibi's already flicking through his copy.
1: Has he got a copy? Yeah, First
2: going to buy. Yeah, I was going to.
1: I was going to say literally. He, like, he has a book, and apparently, when you look around the corner, he does seem to have a small stack of books with him. So, yeah, if you did want to buy a copy each, or just one for the group, you can buy one from him.
3: Yeah, I've I've given him fifty gold pieces, and I'm flicking through, looking at all the pictures.
1: Okay.
2: And queen's going to have a quick flick through one. She's not buying one, but she's going to have a quick look at the pictures.
0: It's going to be like, get out of my shop. It's not a library. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but it is his artwork. Yeah. Yes. Who you know, as he said, did it by his own hand. Is his artwork up to Siliqui's standard? Being that she studied painting mm. and stuff at the monastery, and she's very good with her painting and art.
1: Interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna want a perception check from you, Syloquy, on that on that one.
2: Ooh, seventeen <laughs> and perception is oh, that's plus five, cool. so twenty-two. That's
1: Okay, right, yeah. Um, so you can see that um, his drawings are actually fairly decent. How accurate they are is another matter entirely, but certainly <laughs> they seem to be highly detailed in most cases.
2: But are they good? Like, if Siliqui did the same picture or something, would hers be better? again it's, it's,
1: all about it's that's that. a that's it's a important. rather subjective it's a subjective question really because it's yeah. like he's clearly going for like yeah. a sort of anatomical side of things so he's not necessarily made them look pretty exactly especially as in most cases the monsters just aren't pretty no matter which angle you um, draw them from are
2: they black and white or
1: colored as well um, they are generally black and white mm-hmm. but a few of them have been colored in where there is actually you know a a um, Red eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Where Where there is actually, you know, a distinctive feature where there's some creatures that are known for having a particular hue of blue skin. He seems to have gone for actually drawing them with that colour so that it makes them easier to recognise. But in some cases, there's some sort of smaller sketches where he's clearly just sort of done it in pen, probably for ease and for, you know, bringing down the cost of the book as well is probably something that uh, is influencing it.
2: So so Silicoe says to him... now, um, I'm an artist as well. I can show you some of my work if you like. But your drawings are very good. Um, but if you ever need anybody else to do some of the artwork, I, um, I am very good with, with colour. And especially things like fur or hair, I'm quite good at getting the depth and everything in there. So if you did want to have a different type of art, or somebody to work on it for you, or to work alongside you...
0: I must say, Volo, I can, I, I can vouch for her. She is very good.
2: Why, thank you, Professor. It's
3: only because she beat you in an arm wrestle.
2: I haven't done it yet. He knows it's you done going. The going to? <laughs> he just
3: knows. <laughs> no, I've seen you vessel before. She won quite handily.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm more about zipping and zapping.
2: <laughs> Fellow
1: is—he seems interested in the idea. He does say that. Obviously, he does a lot of his roaming, and therefore, a lot of his pictures himself helps him, you know, with his own process because he obviously he draws from his own experiences. Yeah. A lot of what he has got down is stuff that he has seen himself. Mm-hmm this is his current book that he has out. Um, he doesn't necessarily have a second one in the works, but he takes a note of your name and, you know, there's sort of, there's a, you know, yeah, yeah you could in the future have, you know, discussions about this. Put you on a mailing list. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, you know, just sort of like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll keep in touch. I'll, let me just get your email address down. And it was just like, yeah, okay, I'll just put that put that <laughs> in my wallet, put that in the back pocket, never take it out again. <laughs>
0: Here's my card.
1: Yes. <laughs> He'd be interested, but uh, right now he doesn't necessarily have, like, a business opportunity like that. So, my good Volo, um, what actually brings you to, uh Potennynsara. Why the very book you have just bought from me? My sales in the mainland are doing very well, but I I've, I've taken a fancy to expanding and uh, bring my book to ch- to help the locals here, perhaps maybe better deal with some of the creatures mm. that they face. As I hear many of the creatures found in the jungle are ones that I have actually I have dealt with myself in the past and you know perhaps share some of my knowledge. Book signing tour, eh? Yes, exactly. Well, trying to trying to branch out and you know it's it's always best if you make your a personal appearance, as I assume perhaps you yourself are doing Silverlight. I have done many a personal appearance, I'm sure you agree.
0: <laughs> Every time Bella.
2: Percival enters a room or leaves a room, even if he goes into the bathroom, he acts like it's a personal appearance.
1: <laughs> I'm making a personal appearance? <laughs> <laughs> I am indeed, I'm I'm, I'm meeting with, uh, with several of the Merchant Princes uh, to try and get them to buy my book and to sell it, if not for their own businesses, but at least to buy it for their own personal pleasure of reading. I see... I see. Well, we are actually
0: also uh, in the process of talking to various Merchant Princes currently
1: ourselves. Oh, indeed, are you? Fabulous! I, perhaps if it would be so bold of me could I uh, help facilitate an introduction I'm on grand speaking terms with of course all seven merchant princes of the city that would be absolutely spectacular
0: thank it you would, it
2: would part. be absolutely I'm assuming Ifan is one of your um, uh, closest
1: oh me and Ifan go back just centuries almost millennia of course uh, this coming from a guy who clearly looks like he's human, so has uh, clearly not lived that long. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
1: actually not sure. Is Voletham human? I think he's human. Um, hold on. Uh, I think he is.
2: What's that massive fist that you sent, Nick, on Facebook? <laughs> Isn't
1: that it's A bunch of dwarf, dwarf names.
2: names.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Genuinely heard that as massive fist. and got very confused.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was that massive fist you sent? Ooh. <laughs> I have made Volothamp's named NPC journal entry available for you guys now, by the way. So if you want to see what he looks like, you can have a look there.
3: Uh, yes, uh, male, human, speaks common, dwarvish, and elvish. Ah, yep, Paid there we go. good. Challenge rating, oh, yeah. of course.
2: Syliquy, um folds up a napkin, and, you know, like a flipbook, book, but basically kind of splits it in half. Uh, she sat there with, a, I don't know, some kind of ink or charcoal, and she's... Um, In front of Rana, she's basically just like she's drawn like a Rana head, and is like from some of the images that she's seen in the book. She's just doing stupid bits like, you know, octopus legs with Rana head on top, and then like you know, you turn that bit of Rana's head, and then it becomes a different head, and yeah, she's basically just pissing around with Rana with um, stupid (laughs) bits. So like those children's books where you turn
4: the pages and it becomes like a horrifying, like ant shark hybrid. (laughs) Noted. Rala just looks disappointed <laughs> that he can't turn into two animals at once, because as, as much as he likes... That's not how Shade works. Yeah, I mean, as much as he likes, you know, being a tiger, he also likes, you know, the whole having eight legs and being able to climb walls. So he thinks, like, a tiger with spider legs would be great. That sounds horrifying. Well, Raleigh I mean, <laughs> just appreciates the majesty of each individual
1: form,
2: Eight stripy orange and black legs.
1: I have now just the desire to create this monstrosity <laughs> you've just described there, Toby. That's uh, <laughs> just gonna turn up in your nightmares at some point. <laughs> the jungle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with the uh, with regards to the guide to monsters, basically when you guys want to know about uh, so I think through D D Beyond you can sort of you can see information about different uh creatures yeah. already um yes so to begin with i kind of assume it will take some time to read through the book yeah so if you hear about a creature that is in Volo's guide you can essentially say that yes you can draw on some of the information from that pdf through DD sure. beyond okay but the thing that the thing that's going to be tricky to police and to sort of ask you not to Rely on too heavily is things like the stat stats. Blocks.
2: Oh, I'm not looking at Yeah, because the yeah. stats
1: wouldn't actually be in the book. I mean, it's kind of like of yeah, right. You might not be able to help it, because, again, in theory, what I should be doing is basically I have the Volo's Guide, and when you want to know about something that's in there, I should then tell you what's in there. Mm. Um, but for ease, as we've got the Indy Beyond and you've got it, I'm just going to say that yeah, you can make the assumption that your characters might know a few bits and pieces about each of these creatures uh, to begin with. Sure. It would have to be, yeah, you'd have to have heard about them first and then decided to sit down with the book. But after a while, if you guys say, like, you devote so many short rests or so much time to reading the book, uh, you can then just sort of say, yeah, on the fly, if one of these creatures appears in Volo's book, then you might know such and such about them. Okay. I might have you roll investigation depending on how obscure some of the creatures are. But it certainly will give you an advantage on identifying creatures if they do happen to be in Volo's guide. Mm. A little bit loose with it, but yeah, just in general that is now available to you guys as a source of information. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. <laughs> I won't penalise you heavily for saying I know this because we've got the book now. We'll judge yeah. it base by base depending on when creatures come mm-hmm. up or when you meet things, but yeah, that's just how me- mechanistically I'm going to run with that.
3: Mm-hmm. No, that's cool. Yep, yep, yep. Good, good, good.
1: Okay, he also hastily asks whether or not you could potentially sign one of his books, Percival.
3: Ah, oh. of course. Is, is, Volo's, uh, is Volo's book signed?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, every one of his books is signed, but he's after two or three books um, signed by... Uh, by um, uh, I nearly said siliquy there, that wasn't it. Uh, <laughs> well, Percival, signed. that's <laughs> the one. Percival,
2: Percival, ask for a discount if you're going yes. to get one as well. If, if he wants that many signed... Um,
0: I'm assuming he already has my books. I
2: meant give you. I meant discount is in um, for you if you want to buy one of his.
0: No, no, I've I've read um, cover to cover previously. I just can't remember all of it because they're not <laughs> as excited I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that. That's rude. You told me not to be rude and read the room.
2: Well done. That's very good. Yep. <laughs>
1: that kind of seems to just sail over Bolo's <laughs> head. <laughs> Well, um, yes, well, well, what books were they, uh, my dear Volo? Oh, right, so, uh, what he was asking there was, he doesn't have, he doesn't have, <laughs> so I think, yeah, I, re- I realise where the confusion's come here now. Um, so, he doesn't have your books on him, he has his books on no him, problem. and he's asked you to sign his book, his guide to- His book. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which you no problem you don't even need an inside check to know that he's trying to cash in on you know oh he's a rare book that has the silver light signature in it as well
2: got yeah, go on ebay later or or <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: like it was what's a couple because he wants to keep wants to keep one to himself and he'll probably sell the others
2: yep. <laughs> one's a shelf book could you yeah. uh, just
1: make it out make it out to ebay
2: thank you ah
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes my good friend e bar
2: um
3: <laughs>
1: Small E, big B, thank yep. you. <laughs> um,
0: well, my dear Volo, I, I'm sure that you understand, as a connoisseur of the arts and of adventure and of writing, one only ever signs their own work. Ah, uh. To do so with
1: anybody else's books would simply be dishonest. Oh, it's... I, I I, have to say it's something of a, a shame as I say I, I do apologise I don't have your works on me I'm
2: sure if you've got something like a notebook it'd it happily give you an autograph
3: I have some paper just here it's frantically sellotaping it into the book afterwards <laughs> <laughs> badly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: let's have a roll-off of persuasion. Volos trying to essentially <laughs> persuade Percival to sign his oh, book um, rather than just a random scrap of paper.
2: I can even do a little. Um, I can even do a little sketch of you two together if you like, so you can keep it. Mm.
1: Smile for the camera.
2: <laughs> yeah, equivalent um, <laughs> of a selfie. Yep.
1: We're, do- we're doing a roll-off of persuasion. Yes, we are doing a roll-off of persuasion. I need to actually find Volos <laughs> stat box. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> Bye.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm really bad at persuasion <laughs> as well. It was my roll it. I always roll something. Six.
1: So, so Volo rolled a two uh, and, hey! uh, and and has a plus seven to persuasion. Oh.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. For anyone listening. Percival rolled a
1: three and had a plus two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five. <laughs> uh, yeah. Five versus nine. Folo wins the you, persuasion. You, you do make a good point, Folo. I am, I am <laughs> indeed could, very sorry for, for not having It is, of course, a travesty. As you say, I understand that uh, one writer should write on his own work, but as I am bereft of uh, any of your works... Would you would you be so kind, so generous, even as to as to write upon this page just here?
0: Very well. And uh, Percival gets out his his uh, his quill.
2: Siliqui sort of like slightly leans over, looking at the page.
0: Uh, un- undoes the ink that he has, dips it in, and
2: uh, leaning a bit hard and slightly jogs him.
1: <laughs> would you like to make it out to anybody in particular, Volo? If you can make one out to Volo. And another No, no, I'm only doing one. Oh. Just the one. Just to to Volo. And then after a pause, he's like, The Magnificent. (laughs) Very well.
0: And uh, Percival writes, Keep on rocking. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Keep finding those monsters and breaking those hearts. And he makes it out to Volo the Magnificent, as requested, and signs Percival Silverlight in a kind of ridiculous script.
2: He's doing all like this fancy, like little uh, swallow. <laughs> Percival, does it really have to be quite he's, so fancy? His pen-
0: penmanship. His penmanship is. Silica so, like,
2: purposely now. She's like bored of waiting, so she's ever slightly nudging him with her elbow, little bit by little bit, to go, ew, ew. <laughs> just like nudging his arm that he's trying to sign with <laughs> basically she's being a bit of a dick <laughs>
0: <laughs> right i'm just going to roll performance that's <laughs> only a seven on
1: performance Aikidaki. so it's yeah it, volo has a look at the signature and there's a bit of a pause an almost slightly awkward pause as he looks at it just kind of like Is that the right signature? Oh, no, it's just, it's maybe, maybe it's just the drink. And he recovers himself and and looks back to you and just says, Oh, I thank you very much, sir. This is most wonderful. It's just... I, c- I can't tell you how much I've I've hoped that at some point I might bump into you. I I have to say I heard that uh, that you might be having another sojourn, another adventure, sometime soon. And he sort of he awkwardly towards follow, the others. Follow.
2: Sorry, um, I'm interrupting. I do apologise, but I hmm? suddenly realise I can't stop interrupting, so I'm going to carry on anyway. Um, <laughs> Volo, you you go on adventures when you see your anim- the animals and monsters and things. Um, yes. We're looking for a boat.
1: A boat?
2: A, a boat. Um, bigger than a canoe. Who's the best people to speak to? Or is there anybody who maybe we could barter with or maybe somebody who uh, who needs something doing that we might be able to uh, borrow a boat or anything do you know anyone
1: well there are a few trading ships here in uh, this uh, port city of port Nianzaro. he says looking a little pointedly each time he says port i'm not <laughs> stupid
2: i i might have an accent but i'm not stupid i am um, i'm aware that it is an island and there's, uh, there's a lot of water and boats, I know, but <laughs> I meant you know people, like people who may offer a di- di- discounted rental or, or maybe who own one anyway and, and need something doing or for an adventure with personal silver light. Well,
1: if uh, if there was anybody in Portney and Zaro that might do, you might want to search out Captain Swift. The good captain is one of the few captains who has a ship, the Brazen Pegasus. So what he says is that there are a majority of uh, merchant ships in and around Port Nianzara. Most of them probably won't be up for being shanghaied into an adventure. However, the one ship that will be is the Brazen Pegasus, a ship that is captained by one Captain Swift and Dark, which is apparently that's just his surname. It's just Swift and Dark. Very peculiar.
2: Captain it's Swift, like
1: swift and dark. Yeah, it is dark. literally spelled like that dark. with the with the gaps as well. It is just swift and dark. And it's very oh. peculiar. I don't know why it's written <laughs> like that. I thought it was two different captains. Perhaps he's a tabaxi.
2: Okay, so um, do you know where um, where he tends to frequent? So you the,
1: the little dock area. And so for this, I'll move you back to Portney and Zaro map. Volo can tell you that this particular captain docks at these docks over here. Okay. Okay. Um, So he says, look for the brazen Pegasus. It should be a fairly large ship. Uh, Not the largest, no man of war, of course, but uh, sturdy enough and swift enough to uh, get people around the bays of Cholt and Mm. mostly works as a ship for hire. As opposed to the other ships that are working for the various merchant princes and other mercantile business that comes in and out of Portland Zara.
2: That's very useful information. Thank you. For, for, volo, volo, volo.
3: Volo, 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 my dear. Volo.
2: volo, volo,
3: volo, volo. Volo, can you go? Volo. Are you vo-
2: all right, vo- my dear? I'm fine. And and she <laughs> goes across her legs, and then like you suddenly hear a slight clang where she like you suddenly see a load of uh, a few whiskey glasses fall from where her foot was <laughs> <laughs> she's actually quite graceful on the battlefield my dear Volo. Uh,
1: unless there is anything else i can help you with just now i shall uh i shall leave you to get back to your business i do apologize i i realize i have interrupted your uh your evening meal somewhat but uh it was not at all, my it was good most fellow. most fabulous to uh, to to meet you, Mister Silverlight, and, and you all. And he sort of he does that he does a bow to the rest of you as well. Not quite as low as the one he gives uh, Silverlight as he grasps your hand, Percival. He just says, "Good to have you back, sir. Good to have you back." Thank you. I know it was do uh, some
0: dark times back then, but oh, it, if it's you know we do what we I, can.
2: At this point, so the queen's looking at Rana and um, Zibby with that face where, you know when you're being really quiet but going, this is kind of awkward? Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: <laughs> Zibby turns around and uh, finally puts uh, Volo's book into his, uh, into his book bag and says, oh, this is great. I've now got a book by Volo. I've got some books by Percival Silverite <laughs> and I've got the fantastic... Tales for travel by Gilliman. <laughs> I know so much right. about the world.
1: Now. I'm getting another drink. <laughs> <laughs> Percival walks off to the uh... Volo. fellow before he heads off, uh, does pat you on the shoulder, Percival, in response to what you said, um, and yes. informs you guys that yeah. if you wish to, if you wish to find him, you might find him either up at Golden Throne, where he he's uh, making arrangements to meet with the uh, Merchant Princes, or you can inquire here at the Painted Rose, where he is staying. Um, or sometimes he might be out and about and might sometimes come to visit you guys at the Giggling Squid itself.
2: Just to be a bit of a dick, has he turned his back at this point? Uh, he,
1: after having said that, yes, he will walk off and go to...
2: Uh, um, Siliqui so gets her Amici, just to be a dick, and elbows Rana to watch. And she just tries to knock the very of his hat and the feather, just so it looks like something, not her, knocked it off his head. Okay,
1: I want you to roll me an attack wait hang on what
2: is it you're throwing at him? i'm not throwing anything i've just i'm just holding my michi just so it's a bit longer like a long finger yeah and basically i'm just trying to poke the very very tip his hat is in the sticky up bit or or the feather okay because yeah i think i think i've misunderstood for some reason
1: i think i thought you were throwing a shuriken at him um uh, yeah oh god no nothing dangerous
2: he's literally just trying to be annoying so he goes oh how did my hat fall off? Or you know, oh, this must oh, be a breeze. okay.
1: In which case, let's switch that out for a sleight of hand. But I do want you to make it a disadvantage. <laughs> well. <yeah. laughs> okay. Right, six uh, and sleight of
2: hand, three, nine. Well,
1: you rolled a, you rolled the four and the nine, 18, So that was oh. that was what I was counting. Is that yeah? It top
2: um, Okay, so for five,
1: six, seven. Uh, seven. Okay, yep. Yeah. So you go to make this move, and. As you're doing that, um, Percival stands up and goes to get himself another drink. So you actually end up ba- bashing <laughs> off of uh, Percival's front, rather than catching the hat you were aiming for.
2: <laughs> oh! Oh, hey, uh, hi. Oh. I know
1: you've had a drink, soliloquy, but there's no reason
0: to get a bit leery. <laughs> Anyone's over to the bar? Anybody else want
3: anything? Hey, i have another whiskey if you're getting one.
1: No problem. You also notice, Siliqui, that you appear to be holding two or three Amici. You're not entirely sure how many are in your hand right now.
2: <laughs> oh. Um. All right. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. All right. Um, say, so just bring a bottle, um, Percival.
0: Uh, I might be cutting you off.
2: She just looks pissed off at the,
1: the
2: others. <laughs> well, finally, I I think I let me hair down a little bit. And, and then she looks at uh, Zibby and... Um,
0: You've just tr- tried to stab me and my good friend <laughs> Velo.
2: I did not try to stab her the slightest. You interfered and got in the way and you would have seen something hilarious. But instead, you got in the way. Anyway... Um, I'm getting a
0: drink, <laughs> and he wanders over to the bar. Right, so
2: while he wanders off, she looks at um, Zibi and Rana and just does. <laughs> as you guys, no, sure. as you guys
1: have been drinking a bit more than say like the usual amount, I am going to ask you to deduct an extra gold piece on top of your daily spendings to cover this. Uh, just because, yeah, you have been you have been drinking a fair old amount <gasps> here. Booze. <laughs> Just as just well, for those of you that are actually drinking a lot, because I'm kind of judging by... I'm not sure Rana and Zibi aren't especially... sound like they're drinking a lot, but certainly Siliquy and Percival, you two sound like you've drunken <laughs> a fair amount. Um, I think Rana's being a little bit more reserved. Mm, good God. <laughs> He's being reserved? Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a first time for everything. Z- Zibby's been too busy reading.
2: Is Rana, there, is there anything particularly you want to do tomorrow? Other oh, well, than obviously, we meeting up with uh, Akene and things. Is there anything that... Um... You need to do what to do tomorrow, Warner. Uh,
4: this sort of shrugs nonchalantly and says, uh, "Nothing comes to mind." And he sort of, he sort of peers out towards the window and sort of shuffles slightly in his seat and says, uh, "I look forward to when we go back out of the city." He says, "It is too noisy here."
2: It is very cloudy.
4: Rana nods and says, and says, yes, he says, it would be good, he says, to get back amongst the trees.
2: Hopefully she'll leave soon, because time is of the essence with the death curse. Um, Tomorrow you can be yourself, though, with Ikene. I think um, we'll tell her what you know who you are and things, but because Jobo won't be there, hopefully, so you haven't got to change or anything, Um, I really didn't like to ask that of you anyway. Um, because you are you, and I don't think you should have to hide who you are, but at the same time, obviously, it could be dangerous with Jobos who wanted to keep you safe.
4: Rana nods and says, there will be food tomorrow, yes? We are going for lunch? Uh,
2: There will be food, and apparently I'm on sandwich duty again.
4: Rana Rana nods like his mind's been made up. Uh, He perks up a bit. He thinks uh, perhaps tomorrow will be a better day. He was expecting because he's discovered that he's going to be eating at some point. Um, mm. Yeah. So uh, Rana's Rana's perked up a bit of that. He's uh, he's ready to uh, he's he's ready for the new day when it arrives.
0: One thing I did want to do though is whilst I was getting a drink, I wanted to uh, kind of see if I could hear anybody talking about anything that might be of interest. So you know, any, any rumours or anything like that, and uh, see if okay, I okay. pick up any any murmurings. It's
2: right. Percival trying to be subtle. Right, roll <laughs> me he's at the bar <laughs> and he's just wondering if he
1: hears anything.
2: Yeah, just Percival <laughs> while he dresses everything about Percival. There's no subtlety.
1: <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. Roll me in perception. <laughs> well,
0: perception's my best score.
3: <laughs> is it now?
0: <laughs> oh, that was almost a seventeen, but it's a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
2: hasn't even come up on here. Was
0: there's it? unfortunately there's there's a mirror <laughs> behind the bar, and person just watching <laughs>
1: it. <laughs> yep. You spend a little while trying to listen into the conversation the very uh, very good looking and well groomed man across the bar from you is having. Uh, Until you realise that, yeah, that is yourself. Um, In a a mirror, yep. That man is amazing. You hear nothing of particular note. Like, the majority of the conversations you're hearing are about business deals or much more local gossip and not exactly gossip about any of the sort of big players of the city you know it's more just kind of like oh did you hear about margaret she just she, she left that the young boy's uh house so late at night and she came back it's like oh, tell me more in a different dress yeah t- tell me more tell me more uh did you get very far um no uh, <laughs> we're not turning this into greece <laughs> yeah we're not we're, no it's not happening it's nothing that particularly catches your attention i'm afraid just just uh, yep. uh muggle stuff basically Yep, no problem, no issues.
3: Did you say muggle stuff? He did. I did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>